On Spotify, you can listen to all of your favorite podcasts and artists in one place for free. You don't even need a premium account. And Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts on every topic, including the one you're actually listening to right now. On Spotify, you can also follow your favorite podcast so you never miss an episode. And premium users can download episodes to listen to offline wherever you are. Easily share what you're listening to with your friends on Instagram. So if you haven't already done so, be sure to download the Spotify app, search for your podcast on Spotify, or browse podcasts in your library tab. Also, make sure to follow me so you never miss an episode of Edison 32K Podcast. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Edgerton 32K Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's pretty late. I'm actually about to go to bed. It's about 11.55pm here in Los Angeles on a pretty hot Tuesday night. Uh, tomorrow's Wednesday and it's been really hot the last couple of weeks. But uh, one of the hottest news that actually just came out, or it's actually it's been out, but it started going to infect today, was the banning of WeChat and the Chinese app Actually, they're both, they're both Chinese apps, uh, WeChat and TikTok, or in Chinese, we call it Douyin. Uh, so as you guys all know, I'm not going to get too political in this podcast. I just want to talk about what's happening and what's going on in terms of like the banning of the two apps and what effect that causes on like a lot of people these days in the United States, especially with those that are of Asian descent or Chinese descent that have a lot of family that communicate strictly on WeChat. So first of all, if you guys don't know what WeChat is, it's a platform or a chat app that um, is developed uh, in China that allows people to, you know, just chat back and forth and use group chats. You can post moments and basically just find people that are around you to connect and just have a conversation. And I first started using WeChat probably like a few years ago because I had some friends that played tennis and they're... They're from China, so we communicate with that app. You know, as every country, like especially in the United States, everybody uses iMessage, or if you have an Android phone, people use GChat or Google, uh, Facebook, or WhatsApp. Basically, if you use an app for an extended period of time, and then somebody comes along and just blocks it, you're going to lose a pretty big chunk of your life because you have a lot of history and a lot of you know, built up like online relationships or you have maybe family members that you chat with every day and all of a sudden you can't talk with them. And you guys have to keep in mind that for older generations, getting them to learn a new technology is very difficult. And by difficult, I mean that it takes them months just to learn like one app. And if you're going to switch them to a different app, it doesn't take them a long time to get used to the other app. Because old people aren't as tech-savvy as younger people. And so they have to go back and forth and kind of like, you know, use muscle memory to f figure out everything is, how to click on the chat, how to open it up, how to like talk to certain people. So um, the banning of WeChat and Douyin or TikTok, you know, was issued uh, from President Donald Trump. It was an executive order to block all of the Chinese apps from uh, the United States. And a couple of my friends have already gotten this happen. They've had this happen to them already. And it's really unfortunate because a lot of my friends are actually Chinese and they came here at a young age and they have a lot of family members and even some of their parents are still in China. So it's going to be really difficult to figure out a solution to switch platforms. Um, 
So I think it's really unfortunate. Um, I mean, I, I don't really know exactly the details, and I'm not really good at politics, so I don't want to get into too much details in that aspect. But I wanted just to talk about briefly, like, the banning of these two apps is, is really big because, especially here in Los Angeles, there's a huge Chinese population of people, you know, and there's a lot of, like, international students that come here to study, right? And they all use WeChat to communicate with their family in China. And blocking this means that now they have to look for a secondary option, you know, a, an alternative solution to, to find a way to communicate with their families. And this is really difficult because, you know, what are they going to use, you know, right? Because in China, like, all of the apps, um, the U.S. apps are banned, right? You can't use iMessage. Uh, you can't use, like, Facebook, obviously. You can't use Google. Uh, so what are you going to use, right? I mean, you have to use VPN to get around all that stuff. I mean, for tech-savvy people like myself or, you know, like other younger generations, I think you guys can figure it out. But I'm talking about a collective whole group of people. Like, how are they going to get around all this? Like, how are they going to get around... Uh, using a different app to, you know, to to communicate with their families, right? Like, I mean, I don't know, out of the top of my head, I don't know what apps I can use other than WeChat. If I was, you know, if I had family in China, I mean, I, I could probably get them on, uh, like, a third-party app that nobody knows about. Maybe that'll work. Um, but it's really unfortunate because there's a saying in the U.S. that goes, sometimes, even though you're not guilty, you're guilty by association, so that means that sometimes, even though you didn't do something that's your fault, if you are directly linked or related to the person that actually did the bad thing, then you're automatically guilty, right? So if I went out and killed a person, and uh, but the police caught me, but they saw my friend with me, even though my friend didn't do anything wrong, he didn't participate in any of the killing, he's automatically guilty because he's associated with me and he knows me. Therefore, our relationship is toxic because the cops are going to believe that, you know, he's guilty when he's not. So that's a guilty by association. So in this sense, it's like a lot of the people are guilty by association where they're kind of getting punished for not really being directly involved in the malicious act that is taking place. So it is unfortunate, um, but luckily for me, I can get around WeChat. I mean, I have a line, I have iMessage, I have Facebook, I have Google, I have Gchat, WhatsApp, uh, the list goes on and on, you know. You can always find an app out there that can fit your needs. And luckily for me, um, I don't have any issues with this, but if I had friends, I mean, I do have friends that use WeChat, so I'll probably, I don't know if I'll be able to communicate communicate with them or not, but um, I hope there's a way, and I hope that it doesn't get banned. But if it does get banned, it seems like it's already happening. Um, it's just really unfortunate, and I really, truly don't know what to say except for just... I mean, hopefully you guys can find a way quick before uh, this takes effect on your phones. And I think it's slowly trickling down. So at this point, I mean, you just got to, you know, take it with a grain of salt and just, you know, just move on because you can't just be caught up and stuck, right? Like if somebody crashed into your car and it's destroyed and you can't fix it, you're not going to sit around and just start fixing it, right? You're going to just go look for a new car because that's how things happen and life happens and you just gotta move on so i think you necessarily just gotta take initiative and just say hey you know there's gotta be another way another better way i mean things happen for a reason sometimes you can't control it like in this case we can't really control what happens you know behind the scenes of like the political scene and that's exactly what's happening right i mean wechat's never been banned and all of a sudden 
yeah, like tons of apps are getting banned in China and banned in the U.S. And you know, uh, relationships are souring and getting worse. So you just have to suck it up and just find a way out. And you know, we can't be stuck too down. But I just feel really bad and I feel really unfortunate for the people that aren't using WeChat and aren't using this app to communicate. You know, I mean, I first started using WeChat back in college where I just met a couple of Chinese international exchange students in my classes. And I asked them, hey, do you want to exchange emails? Do you want to exchange like line? But they're like, do you know this app called Weixin or WeChat? I, I said, no. What is that? So I looked it up, I downloaded it, and at that time, I had an Android phone. So I started using that, and uh, what do you know? Like, I've used it to this day. I've made a, a lot of friends. And even sometimes when I was bored and I was younger, I used a feature called Looking Around or People Near You. And I found, like, you know, a couple of friends that use WeChat. And then I just added them randomly, and we started talking and just sharing ideas and sharing each other's lives. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it, it just brings back so many memories, you know, so WeChat being banned in the U.S. now, it's kind of like a friend or a pet that's been with you <coughs> for your whole life, and now the pet is old and it's about to pass away, which is really sad and unfortunate, but that's how it is, right? Nothing really truly lasts forever in this world. Even if the car lasts longer than you, or even if the app WeChat lasted longer than you, eventually you're going to die, and pretty much you're not going to be able to use the app because you're dead. So it is pretty depressing and pretty pessimistic and negative to think in this aspect, but I think we just have to suck it up and move on, right? And uh, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty sad because there's these dogs that are barking outside. Uh, I try to do this podcast in peace, but what do you know? Sometimes stuff happens just like this app is being banned. The dogs start barking and, you know, I don't know if you guys can hear it, I don't know, but yeah, uh, it is what it is. And, you know, there's tons of other apps. It's just unfortunate because a lot of people in China, they, they, they can't use certain apps because of, like, censorship or, you know, there's rules and regulations. So they can't just go and download, like, Line or, like, uh, they can't go and download iMessage and just start using it, right? It's, it's banned. So that's pretty unfortunate there. But all in all, I just want to give my two cents on this whole WeChat situation and TikTok. TikTok, personally, I've never, ever used but I know there's a lot of YouTube users that use TikTok videos and just post them online, and it's pretty interesting. So, I mean, it is, like, unfortunate. Like I, I've said many times throughout this podcast, but sometimes we just got to take the hit and just move on and get back up on your feet, right? Because life goes on, and you can't just be sad forever. So if you guys out there that are using WeChat and you guys already got banned, I'm sorry, but, you know, keep keep finding an alternative solution and get your family to switch over to it. Or if you haven't used WeChat or you haven't gotten banned yet, be prepared and be proactive. Go out there and just look for an, an alternative solution before it's too late. All right? All right, guys. It's a pretty late, pretty quick podcast. I just want to get my thoughts out there on this whole, you know, like WeChat, Douyin, TikTok ban. Um, good luck to you guys out there finding another solution. And uh, don't get too down. Just move on and hopefully everything will be all right. Take care, guys. I'll talk to you guys next time. Good night.